You are now listening to Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Fregera. It's a podcast designed to bring awareness on intended or unintended crimes against humanity, how we can rise above it, claim our divine inheritance, and return the soul power to the people. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am just, you know, we are going to be talking about numerology, astrology, and chakras. And look at Joanne's background. It's weight. It's, oh my God, I, I am just, I was expecting moon background and mandalas and stuff like that. But look at this. It's really bringing into the practical all our other aspects, especially the ones that we've disowned. We, we shy away from our dark. We shy away from our lights. And this is amazing that we are going to be, you know, at least learn about how to bring it back together. Because I believe that putting everything back together is what will return the soul power to the people. And so what has numerology, astrology, and chakras got to do with healing? They say numerology, astrology, mysticism, the chakras. They say, at least in the religion, and the family <laughs> that I'm a part of, uh, they say that uh, that's evil worshiping. And that is a huge lie. And that is exactly what the crime against humanity is, keeping us apart from our true nature. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Reverend Joanne Angel Barry Collin. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm super, super excited to share what I'm going to share. And I always get really excited when I blend the three together, you know, astrology, numerology, and the chakra system. And when you and I had a chance to chat prior to, of course, today, just, just knowing that I was going to be able to come on and share some insight regarding these three modalities coming together. And as you mentioned in the introduction about my background, um, yes, I'm a holistic personal trainer. And that is, this is my gym that I am at where I do holistic personal training for my clients and just a little bit of what holistic personal training is, just in case those out there watching have no idea, very different from a personal trainer, is I take the personal training from a standpoint of helping the client to go within and connect with whatever, I'm going to use this word, this term, childhood wounds that we have picked up over the years and been carrying, those wounds that we collected created emotional weight that we then carry as physical weight on our bodies. So it's not just about going on to a, let's say a diet, shall we say, to lose the weight, because yes, you will lose weight when you restrict yourself of food or you change the way you eat for a little, a little time. But the mm -hmm. idea of it is to really tap into what the wounds are, what the triggers are, and how to really go dig deep into that to release it so the individual doesn't regain back all the weight that they lose. So I do work with my clients on a much deeper level, combining their numerology, their astrology, and their chakra system to help everything flow internally so things can flow externally. Why is that important to incorporate astrology, the chakras, numerology into our day-to-day -day living, into our returning back to health and wholeness. And first thing I'm hearing when you ask that question is to talk about Jupiter just for a moment. 
So we and all have it's Jupiter. two, two, two uh, right now, exactly. too, if you want to touch on that. Oh, I'm going to definitely touch on that as well. So when we think about Jupiter's energy and when it's in retrograde, which it has been, when Jupiter's in retrograde, the energy of that planet slows down. And Jupiter is known as the planet of expansion. So when we think about expansion, it's not just expanding in reference to the work that we do or expanding in reference to wealth. It's also expanding in reference to our body weight and what we carry. And because Jupiter oh is a, It affects our body weight? Okay, yes. you can stop on the... <laughs> stop retrograding now. <laughs> well, well, in theory, it has. It's no longer retrograde. It's gone direct. But... It, it does have an influence on our body weight. And depending on where Jupiter sits in each individual's natal chart will then determine whether that individual is going to have a challenging time releasing weight during that retrograde period. Or for that matter, they may have a challenging time even when the planet is not in retrograde for a period of time based on where it sits on their chart. So again, when a client walks in, with their whole goal of like, I want to drop 50 pounds and their Jupiter is in a certain spot on their chart, I have to deliver news to them that, you know what, we may not be able to actually accomplish that goal, but what we can do is work on make sure, making sure you maintain a healthy weight at this time and doing, doing a healthy process as opposed to focusing on, well, I want to drop the 50 pounds. Because that that then creates a lot of resistance in that individual where I'm not say, I am saying to them that they're not going to be able to drop 50 pounds during that retrograde period or depending on where Jupiter is in their chart. And also too, understanding that that individual might have contracted prior to birth this whole process of the physical weight for a purpose to help them move through their calls their, their soul's purpose. And that's not an easy process to understand. I love that. I've never heard of that. And I've heard a lot of things. <laughs> I've never heard of Jupiter having an, uh, a direct effect on how we feel, how, how weighed down we feel, whether on, a, on the scale or, uh, you know, feeling sluggish. Talk about uh, Mercury retrograde, because um, that's usually where, you know, is Mercury on retrograde? Why is everything chaotic right now? And when we think about Mercury retrograde, Mercury is actually in retrograde as we speak for at least another three days. And then it's got a shadow period for 10 days. Now, Mercury is our planet of communication, technology, schedule, planning, traveling. And when we think about Mercury in itself, and I want to tap into the chakra with this as well, it's a throat chakra. So because uh -huh. it's in retrograde right now, our throat chakra may be in that space where it's trying to activate the energy so we can express and learn to listen on a deeper level. And because it's in retrograde, it's not a period of time to really do anything. It's not a period of, of moving forward. It's a period of re is reflecting. And when we connect Mercury into the whole concept of our body, it's what we say to ourselves. You know, the average woman pretty much will say about, and, and this, is not, this, is, this is not backed up to see research. This is based on backed up, backed up based on what I'm hearing intuitively. The average woman probably, probably says about over 100 different things in their day that is not a positive statement about their body in regards mm -hmm. to you know, what they don't like, 
you know, what they want to fix, what they wish they can get rid of. And all that negative self-talk creates a lot of excess weights on our body as well. So it's really important during, especially during a retrograde in Mercury, is to be more mindful of what it is you're saying about yourself. Because that in return mm. is going to reflect externally out to the world. That is so true. That is so true. Let me just share my first experience with numerology. You know, I was an accountant, minding my own business. Then I was, I was just in that dark night of the soul, just the breakdown before the breakthrough. I picked up a book and it's the heart of numerology. And I was drawn to it and I bought it on Kindle. And it was such an impactful book because I charted my whole life. And I was using the book. And I was like, how did they know that I, this there's this event that's going to happen when I was this age and at 40 and at, I was like, oh my God. And I remember I talked about it with my mom and uh, that was the first time that we actually felt, you know, because she didn't like it when I was breaking away from tradition, breaking away from religion, of course, you know, breaking away from the culture. But when we talked about that, there was that moment that she and I really connected on a deep level and just picking up a book on numerology changed my life. But how did you, were you always connected with astrology, with numerology, with the chakras? The big answer to that question is no. <laughs> you know, and I was actually introduced to numerology back in 2011. Mm -hmm. um, shortly after my mom had crossed over. I had been introduced to, oh my God, I think the gateways of the spirit, spirit realm opened up for me where I must have met over 50, and I do not exaggerate, over 50 different people in the realms of mediumship, psychics, numerology, sound healers, you name it, I was surrounded by them. And mm -hmm. this one woman, she um, did numerology and she actually worked with numerology with a deck of actual playing cards like you would see in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I had taken a handful of classes with her and just like it resonated. It's like my eyes lit up like I was a little girl in the candy store. Like, wow. Or a better example, you know, a little girl in a gym. <laughs> but like, wow, like this so, makes so much sense. And when she was doing my reading, when she gave me my reading, Right away, she zoomed in on the fact that which she did not know this yet, that my mom had crossed over. And, and something in my card reading pointed it out to her. And she says, there's a big uh, person that carries a lot of energy who is no longer in your life that has crossed over. And I just looked at her and I'm like, oh, my God. I says, you can see that from the cards? And she goes, yeah, and she showed me, you know, where she was seeing it from. And I'm like, oh, my God. So from that point, every time I had a chance to chat with her, I soaked up everything she would talk about. So I started learning to do numerology readings with a regular deck of playing cards. And I did readings with everybody and anyone. And in conjunction to that, I have a friend who is one of my favorite colleagues, my astrologer, whom I would like chew his ear off in regards to like what was going on in reference to like my sun sign. Now, at the time, 
I was only really attuned to my sun sign. I had no idea about like the energy of the moon and the rising sign and all these other things that were taking place behind the scenes. And when he started sharing all that, I was like, oh my God. I was like, wow. And he did a, an astrology reading with me and gave me all this information about me and the things I would be doing. And of course I laughed at him. In fact, when I sat with him for the very first time, I went to sit down and he says to me, no, you should actually be sitting over here. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll sit here then. He says, no, meaning that you could be doing this too. And I'm oh, like, well, no, no, I don't do astrology readings. I says, you know, I'm here to get a reading. And he's like, no, no, you're going to be doing astrology readings too. And I'm like, I thought he was completely crazy. So from 2011 to present date, all these different modalities, astrology, numerology, the chakra system literally like flooded in mm -hmm. and all this information. And I just, in my head, I was like, okay, so what do I do with all of this? And how does this have anything to do with what I do as a personal trainer? You know, and in fact, I actually asked one of my healers one day, I said, am I going to be doing these two things separately? We're going to see clients for just strictly readings and, and chakra work. And then I'm going to see clients for my personal training. And she said, well, what do you think? I said, I don't know. I said, you know, they, they don't go together. So because why are they, they, they even <laughs> come together? And at one time or another, prior to five years ago, my business name was actually called Fitness R Us. Mm -hmm. And when I started, obviously, blending the two together, because, you know, I, all the information I would receive from my mom, the download she would give me, like, I, I wrote several books, and one of the books that I wrote is called The Power to Release Weight. Mm -hmm. And when I wrote that book, that's when it all came together in reference, like, oh, that's how the personal training and all these different modalities are going to blend together. So once right. I started doing that, I then started feeling off balance in regards to my business name. And I was like, there's something wrong here. Something that's not fitting. And I kept going back to my, my one of my healers and I kept asking her, I'm like, I feel off balance. Something's not working. And she goes, well, sit quietly, talk to your mother. Now, she would never give me the answers. She would always just tell me, go talk to your mother. And I was and I was sitting, talk to my mom. I'm like, OK, mom, I feel off balance. Something's not working here. And one day out of the clear blue, I hear holistic fitness. Wow. I'm like, holistic fitness? What do you mean holistic fitness? What are we talking about? <laughs> holistic fitness. And then, and, and I saw it spelled out. And when I saw it spelled out, I saw it spelled out with a W. Right. As opposed to just the H. Right. And I was like, oh, that's my new business name. I'm like, oh. And then all of a sudden, everything just sort of came together. Where mm -hmm. it was like, okay, well, I'm no longer a personal trainer. I'm a holistic personal trainer. And mm -hmm. interesting enough. I am the only holistic personal trainer that's out there in the world right now, at least for now, until my, um, my plan that I have in my head comes together and I start creating and educating more trainers like myself to become a holistic personal trainer, because that's in the works that I'm working on as we speak. Mm -hmm. So wow. that's how it all come, came together. And very interesting on on the whole process now i'm gonna divert a little bit the crime against humanity is suppressing information demonizing the things that actually would help us 
one, know a little bit more about ourselves, our power, our connection, you know, with ourselves, others, and uh, all of nature, the stars, the moon, the sky. Why was that demonized, right? Because the, the, the burning of the witches. And then you wrote something recently. I'm going to tie it. I know it's, it's, it feels like it's far away from each other. So there's that. There's, there's, there's that crime against humanity demonizing our true nature demonizing it and using it against us. And then there's this, what's going on in the world right now, a created chaos, a lab-created virus, and they withdrew, they withheld early treatment from the people, creating more death, creating more suffering. So this is the type of world we are in right now where the leaders supposedly Taking care of us, looking after our best interests really is not. They're really keeping us more in sickness and sickness and sickness and ultimately death, like what happened to my mother. You wrote an article, but I'm paraphrasing that even if you took the experimental jab, you can still transmute, you can still transcend, you can still use that to Uh, towards expansion. And that was very hopeful and promising for me because there was a time where uh, I'm interviewing guests on the podcast and they say, that's it. They're going to die in five years. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) You know, these are people we love. Yeah. And let me just jump on that just for a second. When we use the word, they're going to die in five years. In reality, they're the way we know them will die in five years because the version of what we see in front of us about them, they are going to transcend into a much higher vibration. And what we, how we see them and how we know them is going to be very different from what they are used to. So the old version of them is really going to die off. Right. Now, yes, but physically, actually, but physically, but not, but not in the point where they're going to, they're no longer going to be here with us. You know, they're going to be here, but they're going to be here at a much higher vibration where many of us are going, that 5D vibration. And then, yes, there will be some that have contract way before they were born to have this particular situation be the very thing that takes them home. So there are there are going to be a, a small percentage of people that will literally cross over And then there will be a small percentage of people that are going to literally, the way we know them, the old version of them is going to die off. And and when the old version of a person dies off and a new version of them shows up, they may no longer be in existence to some of the people they've been in existence with because they're no longer in that vibration with them anymore. So they may no longer see. So for somebody, it may seem like that person sort of dropped from the face of the earth. And if, mm-hmm. if they drop from the face of the earth because they're no longer a match to that person, mm-hmm. you're at a higher frequency now. Okay, so I hear what you're saying. Vibrationally, there is going to be a shift. Great. Yeah, I love that. But how are they going to recover from the adverse reaction? Tie that from the perspective of astrology, the chakras, yes. and numerology. Yes, yeah. Well, to start off with, whenever... The words I'm hearing to to say are whatever physical symptoms or illness or disease that show up for them after receiving the jab or even having the virus. Mm -hmm. Those are 
just a part of what they needed to take them to where they have to go. Because again, when we become, when we have physical pain or we have an illness or disease, it literally causes us to pay attention to our body because there's something that's not aligned. So we then, so we, we then start to ask questions. Now, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about wanting to come on as many podcasts as I can be on to share about information about this is to educate the general population that there is two sides. You have the medical industry where most people end up going to when they're not feeling well or they got physical pain and they get a medical diagnosis. But then you have the metaphysical side of the page, which is going to, once you know your diagnosis, you can then find yourself a practitioner, a, a, a healer that's going to help you better understand that diagnosis and what is connected to and how to dig deeper into it to understanding why your body why your body called it in to begin with and then start to work on clearing that energy from the chakra system to get Mm -hmm. the chakra system to start to flow so that they can then benefit from either having the virus or getting the jab and start to again exist at that higher vibration but Mm -hmm. the key of it is for them to be aware that there's more to there's not just the medical industry. There's the metaphysical explanation behind it. And I urge you, I mean, if I, if I don't talk about this every single day, I feel like I'm not breathing. And I do talk about this every single day. We really need to become aware that we are our own healer. Mm-hmm. Our bodies will heal naturally without any medicine if we understand our body and if we take the time to talk to our body to say okay this is what's showing up why are you showing up what do i need to know about this particular situation and then what sit with it and again as i said before working with a practitioner a healer that can guide you into this process so you're not going alone and 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 i mean i'm guilty of this too where it's not about just going onto Amazon and finding yourself the best chakra book, the best astrology book, the best numerology book. And I, I say those because theoretically I have one of each. <laughs> I've written one of each, you know, so it really is about getting a, a practitioner that you resonate with that can actually help you dig into it a lot deeper than you're going to do on your own because you're only going to go to a certain point. When it gets to that point of uncomfortability, you're not going to want to go any deeper into whatever it is that's causing that physical symptom, the illness or or disease for that matter. And once you do, you can really start addressing the chakra system. You can get a better understanding to all of our planets, you know, and how those planets are actually helping us really discover who we are on a deeper level. And as you started off in the conversation earlier on how numerology plays a role in reference to what you're actually experiencing in this year or what you experienced last year, what you'll experience next year. And when one actually ties those three together, astrology, numerology, and the chakra system, they can really understand their body. And they don't need to necessarily go to the doctor to get a diagnosis because again, 
when you go to the doctor to get a diagnosis, that's what they're going to give you is a diagnosis. And then they're going to want to prescribe medicine for that diagnosis. And from my point of view, that is not the answer to really healing this experience. Because the part of this experience is a, it's an experience. It's something that, that, that showed up for you to pay attention to and for you to learn about yourself on a deeper level and come back into the process of bringing your body back into the natural ways to heal. And you go back to like 1800s and even beyond, they were healing their own bodies naturally without any type of medicine or man-made medicine for that matter. You know, when we think about medicine in today's, I mean, you got that beautiful plant that's hanging aside you. I mean, plant food, herbs, oils, crystals, these are our medicines that we can actually work with and really work on healing our bodies from inside out. And more importantly, learning to understand what our body is saying, because our body talks to us every day. We just have to be willing to listen to when the body speaks to us. Yeah. I always say the body doesn't lie. The mind will resist, will deny, will rationalize and no, don't do that. But the consciousness of the body is really intelligent if we actually tune in and listen to it. Exactly. Let's go to 222, which 2-2-2022. How about you, you you talk about the significance of today. What can we do to ride the waves? Because it's a very powerful, energetic day today. Yes. So we think of these, and and I'm going to ask the audience to write these numbers down because they're really powerful when you write them. Because when you see them, two, two, 2022, there are five twos in this date today. Now let's first understand the number two itself in numerology is means partnerships, relationships, contracts, and marriage. Now, when I use the word marriage, yes, it could be the traditional little sense of we're going to get married, or it could also be the, the, the sense of what are you married to? What principles, what philosophies, what programming, what habits, et cetera, et cetera, that you're married to. So you have to look at it in both ways. Because I know that if I use the word married and someone's not, they're going to just shut down and not pay attention. So I wanted right. to make that clear. So when you think about that number two, those are the meanings. Now, when you think about the number two in astrology, it's associated to the second house, which is all about Taurus energy, about our physical and material possessions and how we value ourselves in the, everything we do. You know, whether it's the relationship we have, like how I value Tess today, how she values me and how we value everything and anything about whatever we are working to do. So that's mm-hmm. that two energy. Now, when you take all those twos, let's break it down before I go there. So let's take two, two. Okay. The number two, two in numerology is 22. And that's a master number. And that carries a very powerful energy of the master builder. So the big question is when we think about today, after it's followed this amazing new moon as of yesterday, what are you going to be a master builder of as you go forward? What are you going to be a master builder of as you go forward? Because you are the creator and you get to build. Now you can, you can get caught up in all the nonsense that's going on out there in the media and say you can't build nothing, or you can literally go within and really connect 
with your higher consciousness and say, what am I a master builder of? And let's get this going. Now, the next thing, after you see the, the 22, the next number to follow is two, 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 which is your three twos. And that number is an angel number. And it's associated with have faith. Have faith. Now, if there is anything that I know I've learned in the last two years, and I'm sure many of us have, is that this is really a time to have faith and literally go back to God, go back to our creator, go back. And whether we want to call it God, Buddha, universe, whomever it is you acknowledge as your higher power, that energy is reminding you to go back and recognize that it's important to have faith that what we were experiencing in the last two years is a part of every one of our lessons. Without this particular situation that we've experienced in the last two years, we would be missing a huge chapter of our life that's helping us to get to where we have to go. Many will sit back and say, oh, this is terrible, and how soon can you, I want this to be over. But reality of it all is it's like school. If you're taking a four-year degree, you have to go the full four years. You can't skip over because you're not gonna get your degree. And however length of time this, this experience is taking us to learn about who we are on a deeper level, we have to go through that and ride the wave, shall we say, as you've said, and have faith that we are literally going to be very different than we were two years ago. Every one of us, we are all, whether we're conscious of it or not, we are all transitioning into this higher being of who we are. And interesting enough, we are all going to literally become this version of ourselves that when we look in the mirror, once this, if we even want to use the word, ever ends, we're going to look in the mirror with curiosity on like, well, who the hell are you? Like, you look very different. Like, even for myself in the last five years, the things that I've been doing as a personal trainer and now a holistic personal trainer, every day I get up asking myself, okay, so what am I doing differently than I've done in the last five years? Show me the way. Mm -hmm. So it really is about having faith. Now, let's move into this five twos. That adds out to a 10. Now, let's just talk about astrology for a minute. The number 10 in astrology is the 10th house. And what that means, it's about Capricorn season. It's about doing the work. Now, mm -hmm. I'm sure, Tess, you are familiar, and I'm sure our audience may be, and they may not. In the last, give and take, six months, Capricorn has been highlighted because we've had so many planets, such as Pluto, um, Venus, Mars, Mercury, have all been, and even the moon, have all been in Capricorn energy, helping us to really understand the work that we came here to do and the work that no longer serves us. And when we can, when we can move into that space of, of, um, of recognizing our work that we're here to do, these five twos remind us of our contracts, of our partnerships, of who we are and how we are here to serve on a much higher vibration. So when we think about that 10 energy, it is really about how we see ourselves, how we see our self-worth, how we see the work that we are doing and on is the work that we're doing, our soul's purpose, our calling. Or are we in a job that we are just there because it pays well or it has great um, health insurance. 
Now, if these are the reasons why we're, we're in these jobs, these, are, these jobs do not really serve. And interesting enough, as we do move forward and things start to shift into this new way of going about, with this new moon especially, what we're going to start to see is a lot of shifting, which we're already seeing, a lot of people, and the word I'm hearing, forced to leave their jobs, the job that no longer serves. Now, if they can come back and have faith and recognize that the universe has pulled them away from something that no, no longer serves their energy, now they get to step into something that their soul's purpose. Now, the big question is, some people don't know what that really is. What is their soul's purpose? Why are they here on earth? Now, when I think about it in reference to like Uranus, the, um, the planet of the awakening, I call the plant, I call it the, the, the midlife crisis planet. And it was a retrograde in Taurus energy. And it gave us an opportunity to really discover like, who am I? Why am I here on this earth? Why was I born? What am I supposed to be doing? What am I going to leave behind when I die? And that's Uranus. And this is giving us that opportunity to really flow into our purpose, because we all have one. Every one of us, as long as we have a pulse and we're here on earth, we've, we've been chosen to be here to do something authentic and to do something powerful to help our communities. And every one of us do it in a very different way. So when we think about those five twos, it really is about the work that we are here to do. Our spiritual work, our physical work, and our work that we're doing on our bodies. And, and when I think about the, the, the work that we're here to do, I always break it down into those three elements. Our spiritual work that we're here to do because we all have spiritual work to do, which is why physical pain, illness, or disease may show up because it's taken it's us true. to where we need to go. It's, true. The, it's, it's the spiritual work, you know, and yeah. some people may experience more challenges than somebody else only because they have a much higher calling. Mm -hmm. And I say this to a lot of people because some people will say, well, why is it that I'm always in this dark place? Well, because you have a higher calling. You are here because there's something that you're supposed to be doing at a much higher level than the average person. And because of that, you have to experience these situations so you can better understand the people you're going to be working with. Or they have resistance and they haven't worked through it yet. And Ex you know, exactly. They're not listening to exactly. the, the deeper calling of the soul. I'm interjecting there because that was me. You know, I had to receive several cosmic two by fours for me to just shut up and listen. Exactly. Because because I was really in that dark place, depressed. And why me? You know, why am I being punished? And exactly. And, yeah, are you being punished? What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're not being punished. You're, exactly. Yeah. But that's the mindset that as humans we take on is like, why me attitude? And why am I being punished? We're not really being punished. This is the gateway to bring us to our spiritual journey to where we're supposed to go. And then the physical work that we're supposed to do physically on our bodies. And, mm -hmm. and this year, particularly because 2022, when you add those numbers up is a six energy year. Now, mm -hmm. just bouncing into numerology, because I do this bounce back and forth, that six energy in numerology is about the healer, the healing, the nurturing, the caring, and it's associated with our home and family. Now, when we think about home, yes, our shelter, but also our body. 
Now, when we think about that six in astrology, it's associated with the sixth house Virgo energy, which is about organizing, structure, scheduling, health, and fitness. And this year, many people, if not everybody, will be in their mindset, it will be weighing very heavily in reference to like, oh, I need to get back on track in my exercise. I need to start eating better. I need to get to the gym. And I know, Tess, you've been a perfect example of that, been on track. So congratulations on your consistency. And that's what this year holds. It really is about getting really back on track and getting healthier with our bodies. Now, what I do want to put out there when we think about this six energy year, it really is about getting healthier, but it's not about finding the quickest way to do it. It really is about, (laughs) (laughs) it really is about, and that, and that actually is the old, the old personal training format It's like, okay, I'm going to get on this 12 week diet plan. And in 12 weeks, I'm going to look fabulous. And yes, you will look fabulous in 12 weeks, but guess what? What happens when you stop that 12 week fabulous plan and you go back to the old way of eating because a, either your personal trainer or your nutritionist coach did not really help you understand what you were doing and they just helped you lose the 20, the the weight Mm -hmm. in that 12 week plan. And then you end up going back to your old ways and then you put on the weight again. So this year is really about self-discovery, you know, and really getting to understand that if you do have 10, 20, 30, 50 pounds that you want to release, the first thing I suggest is really understanding what that weight is connected to and how deep are you willing to really go so you can really release that weight? Because that's really, that's the question I ask my clients when they come wanting to release that amount of weight. I ask them, how deep are you willing to go? Because the weight that you're carrying isn't the surface. The weight that you're carrying is deep. It's mm-hmm. internal. And you have to be willing and wanting to go that deep. And if you're willing and wanting, I'm willing and wanting to do it with you and help you release the weight. As I like to say, release the issues from their tissues. As they <laughs> I love it. Weight. That's true. And in love with themselves because at the end of the self-discovery, which never really ends, self-discovery never ends. But in the mainstream of getting there, you do fall in love with yourself. And when you can really understand the astrology, the numerology, and work with your chakra system, mm-hmm. it's a win-win. And this is an amazing year when when I calculated the numbers for this year and I was like, wow, this is a six energy year. This is amazing for everybody. And I'm super excited to be a part of this energy. And when you were, I, I know you're still on the six, right? Two, two, two. Yes. You're still, yes. we have 10. We were going to end up in 10. Yes. But I just want to interject a little bit. When you say something about the physical and, and you know, I have been going to the gym and Oh my God, I, I'm not doing anything strenuous, but every time I stretch, it helps my dancing. It helps my posture. It helps me uh, rebuild strength and all that. But you know what I do? You know, it's kind of doing yoga on the machines, you know, behind you. And I would just, you know, line up my my spine and open up all the chakras. And oh my God, it feels so good. It just feels so honoring, replenishing and that, and just to be connected uh, with that energy. And I love also that you mentioned the house of cards. And uh, I have a question for you later, if uh, we do have time for it. 
But go ahead and finish. Sorry, I interrupted. That's okay. Yes. I love the fact that you had mentioned that when you go into the gym and you're doing your stretches and you're opening up everything, you're, you're feeling this alignment come with your spine. Mm-hmm. And again, movement is key, key to aligning your chakras, key. And when you do open up everything, someone who might be experiencing, whether it be asthma, bronchitis, high blood pressure, um, anything in reference, like even a throat, as soon as they open themselves up, they expand their, their chest, which then expands their heart, which then helps them to breathe better because they literally opened up their mm-hmm. chakra system. Exactly. So yeah, like, everything like, is shut down right now, locked down. Exactly. So, you know, we're not even connecting anymore. Yeah, when you open up, it exactly. all that energy that, was, that got pent up. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So again, when we think about those five twos, which is that 10 energy in the astrology, 10 tells the work that we are doing, the work, the physical work, when we go to the gym and we lift the weights, so or we're doing the yoga, or we're doing the dance, the physical movement that's actually helping us to work and get to connect with our body. And then of course, the 10th the energy in reference to what we achieve, what we're successful at how we feel about ourselves. And when we think about 10th house energy, it is associated with Capricorn, which is, is associated with our fathers. Mm-hmm. And how we see our fathers, the relationship we have with our fathers or the relationship we don't have with our fathers and how we see ourselves in that masculine role because that's what fathers are, they're masculine. So what action, masculine energy is about action. What action are we willing to take from this day forward, so we can live our best life. Because wow. everybody and, and on that, this earth. That complements to the master builder you were talking about. Okay, what are you going to be a master builder of? And now what action are you going to take to align that? Exactly, exactly. There should, there should be no one on this earth. as If they are following their astrology, numerology, and working their chakra system, there should be no one on this earth who is not succeeding. No one. Mm-hmm. We should all be succeeding. Every mm-hmm. one of us should be succeeding. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's a that's a powerful energy. And that, I have that is our self-actualization. That that is the plan. That is the the purpose. You know, we think of what is my purpose on earth from the perspective of what can I contribute? But really the purpose is to bring the soul in flesh, the physicalization of our soul, our light. So that's amazing. So I love everything that you said from creating a distinction between medical diagnosis and metaphysical, going back to God. I really love everything that, uh, Joanne, you have uh, spoken about. It really ties to everything, why we are feeling lack, why we are feeling separated, why, why we are constantly trapped in victim mindset. Why are we overly dependent on the external sources when, in fact, the source is infinite from within us already? We just have to learn how to connect to our inner source and then be able to be resourceful. And so I love how you said it. You said it in so many ways. And I was fascinated while you were talking about all the planets. It's something that I was drawn to study this year. Let me talk about the house of cards. Is that, is that okay if I ask you a question about that? 
definitely is. It's something that I'm personally going to someone uh, for. So she said, what is number seven house of card? It's said it's marriage and relationships. When you say seven house of card, is that what you just yeah, said? The number seven. Yeah. When we think about the seven in numerology or astrology, are we speaking on? I don't know. It's, I think it's both. She uses both. Okay. So I'll break it down. In reference to uh, numerology, the number seven is all about going within. Just as we've been speaking about the spiritual awakening. When someone has, let's say, the number seven as their, their, their personal energy year, that is their year to really quiet themselves down and go within and review themselves and review who they are on a much deeper level and spend time in meditation. It's also a year where they're probably going to be calling in a lot of mentors and master teachers to help them discover who they are. As I said earlier, back in 2011, I, I connected, oh my goodness, couldn't you imagine how many different type of mentors showed up to, to guide me to do mm -hmm. what it is that I'm doing today. So that seven energy is really about going within, quieting one's mind down and discovering who they are. And when that happens for somebody, most of the time, a lot of disruption happens in their lives, such as they may experience some challenges if they're married, they may experience challenges in their marriage. Mm -hmm. Both their, their, their partner themselves may find themselves separating for the time that she or she is in this journey. Now, I've actually counseled many clients who were a seven personal energy year and experienced that with each and every one of them where they were literally in, in the midst of saying, okay, they're going to go for a divorce. And I'm mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're going to do right now. We're going to hold off on making that decision and get through the seven energy year. And at the end, or when you move into your eight energy year, six months into it, then if you are still in that same mindset of wanting to divorce, then you can, but not, not at that time. Because not, not when it's years. emotional, when you, well, not when you're triggered. Exactly. Right? I love energy, it. Exactly. Exactly. It, it, a seven energy year is not a time to take action. It's a time to reflect. Now in astrology, the seven energy is the seventh house, which is about finding balance. That's it right there. Yes. Okay. It's about finding balance. And again, mm -hmm. when you think of numerology and you think of astrology, how they really do come together, finding balance. Now, the only way you're going to find balance in that seventh house is the balance between you as a spirit, as, as a human and you as a spiritual being and balancing the two together, bringing the spiritual wisdom and the ego together and learning mm -hmm. how to use both. And really discovering who you are, bringing balance, like what, what, what balance means to that individual. Like for me, balance is, okay, I need to make sure I get my workouts in every single day, but I also need to make sure that I'm getting the rest that I need to get as well so I can balance my energy to do the work that I came here to do. So really mm -hmm. learning what balance means for the individual. Balance for you may be very different. Then for me. <laughs> yeah. Multi-passionista, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so going on. Again, it's really getting that individual to understand what that seven house is for them. Where do they, the word I'm hearing to come up is where do they need justice in their life? Now, when I use justice, two things, 
doesn't necessarily mean political. Mm-hmm. It could just be where do they need justice in their own mind's heart? Where do they need justice? Where do they need to know that they are equal, equally valuable as the next person? And that the next person is not better than them. They are equally aligned with them. That justice within is what I'm hearing. And I think a lot of people are working on, there are a lot of relationships shattered in the past two years. A lot of divisiveness. And you said earlier, a lot of people being forced to leave their jobs and that's relationship. It's like something unexpected can happen. And how do you respond to that? Are you going to respond from... Oh, you know, from the ego fear-based mind, or are you going to respond from integrated? For me, balance is integration of everything. I love your response to that. Where do they need justice? Because there's a part of us that need that. My mom died last year, uh, a year, a year on the 25th on my birthday. Oh, yes. Yes. On my birthday. And I felt a merge of our lives. She did not die in vain. She died from two shots of Pfizer adverse reaction. And so it's like, where do they need justice? Where do we need justice right now? And I think uh, apart from asking, what are we a master builder of? Before, it's like my coaching with people and, and my everyday journal is, what do you want to create? What do you want to experience? Yes. This year, build actually is my word of the year. And so every day I'm asking myself, what do you want to build? So I was just like, yes, yes, yes. She's talking about master builder. Wow. And and when you think about, when you think about this amazing new moon we just had yesterday in Aquarius Mm -hmm. energy and today's energy of this choo, 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 zero, 22, This is literally the gateway to helping us set these intentions for the entire year. So today's energy. Today, today, make sure we set an intention. That's what you're saying. This is a day. Yes, this is a day to put pen to paper to write down exactly what kind of relationship do you want to have with somebody? What is what is it that you want to give to the community based on your soul's calling? How do you want your body to feel? How do you want to move in your body? How do you want to have justice within your own soul? Mm -hmm. This is a day to set that energy up and to move forward for the entire year and going forward from there. So it's not just about 2022. This energy amplifies 2023, 2024, and 2025. This is a very powerful day because, again, five twos. We're not playing around. We're not playing around. We have five twos. Those are all relationship aspects, relationship with self and others, relationship with our career, relationship with our our body, relationship with our health, relationship with a community. That's a lot, a lot of relationships that we mm-hmm. get to create today going forward. Wow. We so let's do this work. Can we activate that? I call it soul-powered activation. Would you like, would you mind if we end with some chakra, quick chakra activation for the people? And before we do, I want to leave the audience in high vibration. Where can people get a hold of you? The best place for anyone to reach me is my email, which is healingwithin76 
at gmail.com. Easiest place. Good. And I love that you are not limiting yourself to, you know, the one-on-one clients that come to your gym. You are actually educating people to integrate chakra healing, uh, numerology, astrology, and many things, many other things that they will be called to follow through. You are your own formula. I have my own formula. You know, I have the accounting into my coaching. So it is so amazing when people actually follow their soul's calling. Yes, that is true. It's it's so amazing. And so I'm going to thank you now from the bottom of my heart. And I want you to just end with a quick chakra activation. Thank you so much, Joanne. Will do. So what I like everybody to do, you could do this with your eyes open or closed, doesn't really matter. And what we're going to do is we're going to zoom in on the one chakra. We don't need to do all seven. We're going to do one chakra today. And that chakra is the sacral energy. And it's located right below the belly button. And the sacral chakra is all about the things we're here to create and learning to let go of judgment, shame, guilt, and blame. Release that. So if you like, place both hands right below your belly button. Take a nice deep breath as you do this. And as you exhale this breath, exhale the breath again by releasing out judgment, shame, guilt, and blame. And it doesn't matter how long you've been carrying those as long as you focus on releasing them. And in replacement, we're going to start visualizing or imagining the color orange. And imagine as a real small little seed. And in this energy, as this energy grows, you're going to be growing your confidence, your power, your masculine and feminine energy so you can take action but also receives support because as we're in Aquarius, the age of Aquarius, we're in the age of a team working together. And there are going to be many people who will show up in your life to help you discover who you are on a deeper level and also help you get to where you're supposed to go. So just being able to receive that support. So as this beautiful orange seed starts to grow, Use this energy just to begin to create the very thing you wish to have in your reality and just planting that seed and just being there and allowing that beautiful light just to expand, that seed to expand as big as it can as you continue to create this energy within you. And you can do this continuously every day where you can spend two to five minutes just visualizing this very seed that you are looking to create, whether that seed is associated to wanting to create a really great business or that seed is associated to wanting to be in the most soulful relationship or that seed's about wanting to be in the most healthiest body or that seed is about all of it because there's no limitations. You can create as many seeds as you desire in your desire heart and just continuing to See this beautiful orange seed expanding and being in that energy. But just take a breath here again. And if for whatever the reasons are, any shame, guilt, blame, or judgment shows up, because it will, because our ego is really good at playing in this. Just breathe in and exhale it out. 
and know you are worthy of this very thing you are creating because you are the creator, you are the master builder, and you are here to do your soul's work. Beautiful. So just again, bring your energy back into your body, back into the space that you were in, and just know that this very seed that you just created is already manifesting. And I leave you with that. Yes. Thank you so much. That's exactly where I want to end this conversation. Thank you so much, Joanne. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here at Soul Power to the People podcast. Uh, Lots and lots and lots to digest. But remember, you are the creator. Don't let dependence on the system bog you down and uh, keep you there in that dependent survival limited mindset. You can take your soul power back. God bless you, everyone. Thanks, Joanne. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Vergara. We can no longer be the spectators of our own destruction. Take back your mind. Take back your voice. Take back your soul. Take back your power. Join me again next time for the next episode of Soul Power to the People.